0: You're listening to The Main Break, The Standard's Weekly Sports Podcast, brought to you by Pinky's Pizza Warnable. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Standard's Weekly Sports Podcast, The Main Break. I'm Nick Ansell. I'm here with Justin mccullough and... We have Gold Coast Suns forward Josh Corbett on the line with us. Josh, J-Mac, how are you guys? Good, thanks, guys. Thank you, thanks for
1: having
0: me on. No, that's that's fine, mate. It's a pleasure. Thanks for um, thanks for coming on. I thought it'd be good just to touch base, and obviously another AFL season in the books for um for you guys at the moment, Josh. I guess first of all, um, reflections on the year. I guess from a team perspective and from a personal perspective, how how do you sort of sum things up?
2: Yeah, from a um, personal perspective, I was really pleased to be able to string a few games together end up playing uh, 16 games, which is really pleasing from my point of view. And all of them we were able to have a good uh, good few runs with the team. We had some good wins against the likes of uh, Richmond and GWS and some really uh, strong finals contenders, particularly Richmond, who have been obviously three of the last four premierships. Um, from a team perspective, um, there was aspects we were really pleased with Winning seven games for the year was, was a step forward for us, but obviously we're still looking for our, our first finals berth, so that's the goal for next year, and um, we're really looking forward to, to build on some of the strengths from this year and then go forward. So um, some inconsistencies at times throughout the year, but I suppose with a young group that, that can uh, can come along with that, so we're hoping to rectify that and then look forward to season 2022 already.
0: D- definitely there's a lot of i guess there's always that sort of external stuff and people say oh look the suns you know they've uh, you know they've had another tough year finished 16th but i guess what people probably tend to you know uh, n- n- neglect to say it a lot of times is how many sort of second and third year players you guys actually have on the list i think it's probably as much if not more than any other team in the comp um it sounds like you have that faith that that you're on the right path and that things will sort of eventually click for you in terms of you know, cracking into that finals berth? Yeah, as you
2: touched on, most week we probably field the, uh, the youngest side in the AFL, which is certainly no excuse. At the end of the day, we're going up there and we have a full belief that each each week if we bring our, our brand of football, that we can compete with, with any team. So um, statistically-wise, that was our best season um, on the wins perspective since the club's birth. So um, that looks good. And, and if you look at some of the youth that are coming through the likes of Ben King, had another really strong year Jack LaCostia, Noah Anderson, um, uh, Matt Rowe, those sort of boys have got another year of football into them. So I think the fact is, the more that we can play together as a whole group um, and then along with the experienced heads of uh, Dave Swallow, Jared Witts and, and Tuke Miller, those sort of boys, if we continually play week in, week out, we'll start to be able to really um, build those relationships and that trust in the group. And, and it can only um, build more positive games of football and more consistency going forward.
1: And you mentioned Ben King, Josh, obviously he's a, a up-and-coming superstar of the competition and, and keeps a heap of goals this year. What's it been like for you working alongside him in the Ford 50 and um, how's that meshing together?
2: Yeah, fantastic. King has been really good. Um, he's, a, he's a bit of a character off the field too so it's been a lot of fun doing some work with him around his contest stuff. If you watch, uh, if you get a chance to watch him live, he's his body work and his work he does before he gets to run and jump at the ball is really impressive. So um, he's been able to help me just just work on my preparation to be able to run and launch the football. We both play a pretty similar style in that way that we're probably not looking to do the big uh, Charlie Dixon, Tom Hawkins kind of things of push and shove. We sort of want our run and jump at the football, um, and then along with his goal kicking, which is has been a standout. I think he ended up with 47 goals for the year, and, and he's very consistent. So. Um, being able to do some strong goal kicking competitions, and training with him, and putting the pressure on each other because that's that's what it's like out there on game day. So um, he's been really good, and I've really enjoyed playing with him. So looking to build on, on that in the future.
0: Absolutely, mate. It's um, I guess going forward. I know in the past you've you've done a lot of work with um. I think in the past we've had a chat. You've done some work with the likes of Sam Collins and things on on your marking, and that's sort of a strength of yours. But you've wanted to keep building on it. Um, I guess for, what are your key takeaways personally from this year, Josh? In terms of going to the next level, is there any area of your game you want to really build on, like that can sort of help you you know keep growing as a player? Yeah. Well, I think- think as you sort of
2: touched on, my strength of being that that, um, that marking player, the running capabilities as well, I, I understand that they're my two strengths to p- continue to build on them um, and, and make them sort of my really strong weapon week in, week out and in the contest work I think the way that the game's evolving that um, you need to be strong in the contest, particularly as a forward, be very predictable with either marking the ball or bringing the ball to front to allow the smaller players to come into the game. Um, so for me going forward It's just going to be able to do As we touched on before Nick Around those constant reps With, with the likes of the key defenders So it's a really strong competition um, And it's very much game-like So that I can practice my body craft And my work to be able to win or harbour contests
0: you're listening to the Main Break Podcast with Josh Corbett. Thanks to our sponsors, Pinky's Pizza, Warrnambool, for their support. Um, Josh, I know, obviously, I think mid-year, um, it might have been after the North Melbourne game, I think it was. I, think, I know you kicked a couple of goals there. Um, I know Stewie Jew sort of mentioned, I guess, getting your body right has been a, a big thing, your consistency, just being able to play sort of and train and build up your loads and all that sort of stuff. How, how has the body been feeling this year? Is it is it sort of been something you've, you've managed to work through? Yes, it's been really good.
2: Probably the most consistent I've been since being in the AFL system. Um, obviously, going to a full-time environment, it, is, it does take a little bit to get used to, and I've sort of found my little um, my little niche in, in yoga, is a big one that I do, so it helps me uh, both mentally and physically sort of reset week in, week out. But um, you sort of realise the the 1% and how important they are, whether that's going for a swim early in the week in the pool or doing an extra ice bath and that sort of stuff. But I feel like I've got a really good handle on my routine, and... Me being able to play some consistent AFL football, so the more I can work on refining that
0: and, and improving that, um, hopefully the more games I'll be able to put my hand up for selection for. So much of it, I guess, comes back to just being receptive to your body and, and learning how it behaves when you're in that environment, doesn't it? It sounds like it's a, it's a like getting to know your body, you know, week in week out at AFL level is is is, is a different sort of kettle of fish to. To sort of any other any other sort of part of life is that sort of a way you'd you'd sum it up? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um,
2: every level of football that I've I've sort of ventured through, whether it was playing under 18s at Hampton level, then going to seniors, everything sort of requires um, a bit more professionalism, you'd say. So it's uh, obviously playing playing at um, the highest level of, of football. has taken me a little while to probably understand the rigors of it all, but I feel like uh, particularly the team around the Gold Coast Suns and the strength and conditioning, um, high performance team, they've been fantastic and and very open to be able to have conversations about what off season looks like. So for me, for example, I'll try and get a lot of bike riding in, in the off season to be able to build up that way. So you're still getting, um, a good fitness base being built without the pounding of, of running so many Ks and that sort of stuff. Um, obviously there'll be still high, high kilometers run. That's just a part of pre-season. That'll be good fun. But, um, yeah, It's just a matter of, as I said, the more consistency you can do, the more pre you get in the better it'll be.
0: Absolutely.
1: And speaking of the off-season, Josh, uh, obviously you're in the, the start of that at the moment, but is it going to be a bit different to usual um, with the border restrictions and everything at the moment, uh, particularly down here in Victoria, I know um, Queenslanders aren't um, aren't meant to come down here and stuff like that. Do you hope at some stage you will be able to get home to the southwest over the summer to see friends and family or are you sort of resigning yourself to the fact that that might be a bit tough? Yeah, I think it might be a bit tough um, in the next coming months. I'm hoping that probably the same as everybody, that the vaccination
2: rate can, can get going and... Um, there's a bit more freedom of movement. So I'll probably be looking to try and get back there um, over the Christmas time, which will, which will be great to see friends and family. I originally hoped to stay down there and hopefully watch the Hampton finals and watch North Warrnambool get their elusive first premiership. But um, that seems like that might be a bit tricky at the moment considering that the season is still a bit um, up in the air. So, yeah, I would have loved to have stayed down there and seen friends and family. But I think the beauty of technology these days makes it look relatively easy with Zoom and FaceTime and that sort of stuff. Uh, While you might not see them in
0: person You can still sort of see their face And see what's happening in their world So yeah I think Christmas will be the go for me Absolutely mate You touched on North there They Had another great season under the great man Adam Dowie Have you sort of I know Have you kept an eye on that at all mate I know you you still maintain pretty close links With with some of the boys out there Yeah well I have um, Both the football and the netball Obviously my sister's Still playing out there, so I usually get the weekly updates of, of
2: how she's done and the football <laughs> boys and that as well. But now they've been um, been been very consistent again, and it seems like it was a pretty uh, pretty tight tussle for the top. Um, obviously, Croatia going for their seventh in a row. I've, I've honestly lost count. They've been so successful for so long now; it's crazy. So um, yeah, but uh, obviously keep them keep uh, pretty close eye on, on the boys out there. As I said, I'm hoping that they can get the uh, get the one that's got away years ago so yeah absolutely
1: Um oh, do you have many memories of your first game at north josh like do you remember your debut or your first season or anything like that that sticks out um from your yeah. teenage years Then, yeah well, i remember it like it was just yesterday
2: to be honest we played port Ferry. um i remember david haynes come and told me that i was gonna gonna play um i had a little bit of a corky uh going into the game on the thursday and i remember he came up and told me and I was like, well, it didn't matter how sore I was. I could have had a broken leg, I would have ran through training just to make sure I got through to play that first game. Um, and we were very lucky. We, we had a really strong win over at Port Ferry. And um, I think I joined the first kick, first goal club, and that sort of stuff. And I remember thinking to myself naively, uh, how good is this? How good is winning? And then I think a couple of weeks later, we went and played Croydon. Um, ben Goodall come out and would have had
1: forty-five and kicked six or whatever it was something ridiculous. And I'm <laughs> well, just was, a vintage a Ben
2: Goodall performance. Time. So, yeah, that sounds yeah. Ben Goodall's still doing it now, I think. So um, no, it was. I do remember it like it was just the other day, the same as same as all I've, I've gone up and debuted and that sort of stuff. But um, to first go and play your first senior game of football, particularly at a fantastic club like North, it's something that I'll um, I'll never forget. I've still got the little plaque at home of the first game in the school and all that sort of stuff so it's something I still hold very special for me that day
1: Is there anyone at the club Josh that um, had a really big impact on your football or in your family that's had a big impact to sort of get you where you are now um, are there any words of wisdom and little pearls along the way
2: Yeah I, um, I was very lucky with North particularly the coaches that come in there that really drove really high standards of training and um, they were always open to have a conversation. Probably the ones that stand out for me um, are along the longest lines of David Haynes. Um, Graham Twaddle was really good. I still keep in good contact with Graham Snooksy Twaddle. Um, so shout out to him. Um, and then even Bernie Maloney, who was only there for a short time, but he also had a really big impact on the group. Um, I'm probably probably going to forget people I keep naming, but the one that stands out for me the most is um, John Lamont at Werribee, who's my coach at Werribee. And, he probably just taught me the fact that um, it's never too late to, to have a crack at, at having a go at the big time. And Again, he drove really high standards but was, was so open to having conversations and was a really big relationship coach. So Being able to um, be friends with with players and coaches made it a lot easier on game day when you're trying to demand people to uh, do this or do that because you know that you're not having a go at them as a person, you're just trying to get them better as, as footballers. So. Um,
0: he was really big on being able to have a conversation with people outside of the football club, so that when you're out there on game days, you can deliver uh, strong strong feedback and get the best from from your players. It's a really interesting point you make there, Josh. You know, John Lamont sort of you know said, sort of, it's never too late to have a crack at the big time. You see so many players. Oh, this you know, you look at Tom Stewart, for example, down at Geelong. He's a, he's a good example. That that. That traditional pathway, you know the the tack up, you know to drafted. I mean that it, it's not the only way to get there, is it? It's um you hear so many stories now, and you're you're a good example of that of perseverance and you, you know it, it it's it, it there is that pathway there, isn't there? You know it's it's not the be all and end all the the, the traditional way. No, you're spot on, and even the lads that I got
2: drafted to the Gold Coast Suns with Sam Collins here is my teammate at Werribee. Um, he was delisted from Fremantle, went back and played some really consistent footy in the VFL and, and um, got drafted and the same as Chris Burgess in the sample so there's definitely opportunities out there it's just a matter of obviously a lot of it sometimes can be right place, right time but you've obviously got to put the work in behind the scenes and to be able to put your hand up for selection so um, I was really lucky and, and still am very really lucky with the, my support network out around me with my partner and um, family and really close friends so they all were behind me and it didn't matter at the end of the day whether I made it as a footballer or whatever, whatever that sort of stuff was, they still love me for the person that I am and um, that takes me a long way and, and makes it so much more relieving that it doesn't matter if you go out there and have one kick or, or 40 kicks, you're you still loved as a person rather than a footballer, so yeah, it's nice to have the support behind you. Awesome.
1: And I guess, Josh, um, the, the season's wrapping up now, obviously just the prelims and the big dance to go. Um, have you got a tip for the, this year's premiership? Yeah, I've been watching it pretty
2: closely. Um, it's, been, it's been really nice watching because the game's have been really close, as everyone would, would realise, obviously. I think that Melbourne are going to be very strong this year. They look like a really good outfit. They look like they've got everyone on the go. And I think the boys might be fighting each other for the Brawler at the end. I think they might be stealing some votes off each other, otherwise they might have been a bit of a blowout. So um, I think Melbourne would be my tip.
0: Um, yeah, maybe maybe with Paul Adelaide I think, would probably be the, the grand final. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It should be it should be a good good conclusion to it. Good to see a few new teams up there and um yeah, it'd be interesting to see how we go. It'd be good to see hopefully next season we can um we can see having a kick through September, mate, and the suns are right up there. That'll be fantastic. I uh yeah, hopefully we can get there. I can't wait. <laughs> excellent, mate. Well, um, we'll let you get back to your day anyway. Let you go and enjoy some of that nice, um, nice Gold Coast sun, mate. But really appreciate your time. Thanks for um, thanks for having a chat to us again. And yeah, all the best um for the off season, mate. And uh, hopefully see you soon. No worries. Thank you very much. And uh, go North Warnable if I get in there. Thank you. <laughs> no worries at all. Thanks, Josh.